Hey friends, welcome to Real Stories of Life with God, a podcast with a pretty explanatory title, because that's what we're here for, a conversation with real people about their unique life with God. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. It's on information. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, so I've... Uh... Gosh, uh, a little bit. So it all started when I was born. Uh, I, I ministry wise, and and in my life, I've I've felt the call of ministry um, when I was in high school. I was actually on the uh, summer after my junior year, um, and um, it was at a camp. It was all those things, you know. That you know, it's the, those moments that we've all experienced. It wasn't around a campfire or anything like that. No, no kumbaya or nothing, but. Um, but just really just felt a tug on my heart for ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, so from that point on, I just began to, to pursue it and, um, you know, uh, you know, pursued it through some education, pursued it through mentorship. I had mentors in my life that were uh, my youth pastor, mm-hmm. who eventually became my pastor, who I actually was his, um, my first youth pastor job nice. was with him cool. uh, in launching a church. And so, um, you know, going from, it's about 23, almost 24 years of ministry at this point, uh, specifically in student ministry. Man, I, I've, I've learned so many different things. I mean, I, at the very beginning of ministry, um, me and my wife got married. Um, uh, we've been married for 23, almost 24 years now. Oh, yes. It's almost like almost neck and neck with the yeah. amount of time you started. Yeah. yeah well, and, and cool. honestly, that was one of the things that brought us together mm, was our cool. love for ministry. Mm-hmm. We It was on a mission trip that God really confirmed in our hearts that we were not just loving each mm-hmm. other, but we love doing ministry mm-hmm. together. And Good so, together. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we just fit well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, let's just keep doing this together for the rest of our lives, you mm-hmm. know? And so um, so for the for these last 23, 24 years, you know, I've had have three kids. Um, one's in college, mm-hmm. sophomore in college. One's a senior in high school. One's a freshman in high school, mm-hmm. the two older being the girls and mm-hmm. my youngest being a boy. So we've gone through many family and life experiences mm-hmm. while in the midst of going through ministry mm-hmm. experiences um, and having them, the family being a, a core part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my wife being a partner in ministry, uh, my kids, even before they were a part of youth ministry mm-hmm. still came around. Yeah. They're still part of things. <laughs> oh. And so, um, so it's been, it has been a haul yeah. <laughs> for yes. these last several, especially these last several years. Mm-hmm. Um, God's been faithful. I mean, it's it's been a it's been a great ride, and I can't wait to see what God has ahead of us. Mm-hmm. You know, you know I, I used to tell people all the time, uh, my calling is youth ministry. This is what I'm called to do is be a youth pastor. <laughs> and I'll tell you, in the last four or five, maybe six years now, um, that's kind of shifted in my brain. Not that I don't love being a part of student ministry because right. that's I, that's what excites me. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, but I'm called. To share the gospel, just like every other follower of Christ, yeah, I'm called. I'm called to make disciples. I'm called to train and equip the mm-hmm. saints. You know, the Scripture teaches us, um, and uh, my audience is determined by God. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's good. and mm-hmm. so, if I'm a if if my audience that God puts me in front of is teenagers, which I love every mm-hmm. moment of, um, then I will do whatever it is to make more disciples who make disciples. And uh, um, if it shifts at any point where my audience becomes adults, mm-hmm. if it, um, you know, I don't necessarily want preschool, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but God knows yeah. my heart. <laughs> right, right. Um, 
you know, I'm flexible enough to this. My life is his. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not me. It's Christ mm-hmm. who lives in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I mean, I'm just always excited to see what that may be, what that may look like and just be just God just use me. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Okay. Two of my questions are kind of inspired by um, grace commandment in Matthew 22, Jesus is asked which commandment in the law is the greatest. And he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And the second, love your neighbor as yourself. So my first question for you is what currently stirs your love for God? Stirs my love for God. I, I really and truly, um, really two, twofold. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, my time with God, knowing him and, and the more I'm in his word, the more I know him and the more I realize I don't know about him. <laughs> and so it just create it makes me just crave more and more to know about him. Um, but I think the second part of it is when it when I'm able to walk out what I know mm. and um and see God move in me, but also move through me um in the lives of other people around me, it just gets me excited because mm. I just want I just want more. Mm. I want more of him. I want him to use me more. Um and it just it just makes that love um you know, you know, always God, God patterns everything um, according to his love for the church, mm-hmm. uh, the, the him being the groom and the mm-hmm. church being the bride. And I think about it the same, that love for him is like I, I have that love for my wife, for, for Sarah. Mm-hmm. And it's like I see her, she walks in the room um, and it's just like just catches my eye and I just want to, I just want to be with her. You know, right now she's on a mission trip <laughs> with my, my middle daughter and, and, um, I miss her like crazy. Mm-hmm. I told her that last night, you know, and after 23, almost 24 years, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I just, I just, I just want to get to know her more mm-hmm. even after Which all this time. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. so, so I think that's the thing is, is my, my knowledge of, of his word allows me to get to know him and what makes me want to know him more and be used by him more in, in whatever he has, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever task he has for me to accomplish. That's good. It is kind of amazing how, it's like the taste and see the Lord is good. Like yeah. once you get a glimpse of that, yeah. you're hard pressed to not want more of that. You right, know? right. I love to cook. Yeah, I love, I love like the grill. There's, to, yeah. you know, I I have a um, a rec tech at the house, and I love mm-hmm. to smoke different things and do stuff with with the rec tech. And um, and it's just like when I taste some of the food that I get, it's like I want to do this tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so, so you say, y'all taste good with this steak. tomorrow? Also, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It could get expensive with the meat prices right now, but. <laughs> right. But but it's it's that I guess that's a cool analogy from the standpoint of like when you when you taste and see that the Lord is good, like you just want more. Mm-hmm. You want more every day. Well the more you cultivate with him, the more he shows up. Like yeah. you're saying follow like you follow him and he uses you, but and that's listening. Mm-hmm. You have to cultivate that ear a little bit. Right. Um so it's almost like prayer. I don't know. I don't know. There's just like an adventure nature yeah. to it a little bit and like a coming alongside and believing that he's actually mm-hmm. in all my things yeah. and with me all the time. Um, it really changes your, I think it changes the way you, you live your life if you actually believe that. Yeah. But we know with such confidence, those of us that have tasted, mm-hmm. we, we want to urge people taste and see mm-hmm. it's good. Y'all, mm-hmm. And you want more. And that's, so that's why I drive our students, our leaders, uh, adults, anybody that come around, it's just like, hey, yeah, just just give it a try. Mm-hmm. Like, give it a try. Um, I know you won't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you want more. Yes. So, so even if you have to make yourself a like, Right, you will never okay, regret it. Okay, I'm out, I'm going to try <laughs> yeah. to chew it. And then you realize, oh, wait, this mm-hmm. is actually really good. <laughs> yeah. You know? so. um, have, has your um, Bible study reading 
methods changed a lot over the years? Or do you feel like you've kind of stuck in a rhythm and like, this is what works for me? And so, this, so you know what I mean? It, it kind of has changed a little bit because I think early on in ministry, it's like things I wish I would have known early in ministry mm-hmm. is is a lot of my uh, Bible reading or studying was was usually in preparation for teaching. So just meditating or instead of just enjoying. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it wasn't for my own feeding. It mm-hmm. was so I could feed others. And it was like I was just more carrying the word rather than in- mm-hmm. ingesting it to, mm-hmm. to have it overflow out of me. And, yeah. um, and so over the years, I've learned that as I as I start my mornings, when I, I usually when I get to work, I usually get here a little early um, just to start my day off mm-hmm. in that manner. And um, because I wanted it to be an, out of the overflow, and so I tell our students all the time, or if I get a chance to speak on a Sunday, that hey, what's what I'm speaking on today is what God is teaching me. So I'm not preaching at you. I'm actually just letting this overflow out of me, what, what the Lord's showing me. And so my my prep time isn't for the sake of preaching or teaching or, or speaking. Um, it's really out of the abundance of what God is speaking into my heart. And so um, it's kind of reversed mm-hmm. of what it was, you know. Um, and honestly. Um, I see a difference in my life because of that, mm-hmm. because early on in ministry, um, I didn't have a firm ground in my knowledge, knowledge of the word, but also um, walk with mm-hmm. the Lord. And so I was susceptible to the enemy and, and the, the different temptations or different things that would come my way. And um, and really and truly, I really realized at that moment, it was because I really wasn't getting to know him for mm-hmm. our relationship it was just so I could pass on the information. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Next question is, is there anything that currently stifles your love for God? Yeah. So w- when I hear that question, okay, I find out very quickly um, how much I'm like Peter, one of the disciples, <laughs> you know, because it's like um, Jesus looks at Peter and says, uh, do you love me? It's like, yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> of course I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so to say what stifles it, it's like nothing stifles my love for God. What are you, you know, how dare you, Chelsea? Like, like uh, but the truth is, is, is like, um, out of, uh, you know, uh, our actions, um, out of our um, priorities, really deter- it shows where our love is at. And, and there's a busyness of life will stand in the way of me living out that love for the Lord. You know, um, it's there. Um, but when Jesus said, Hey, feed my sheep, um, that was, he was saying, you know, you say you love me, do now do something, you know, you've been with me. It's time for you to walk out what, what you've seen, what you know, and do it, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and sometimes it's just the busyness. In lesson of ministry, if people have mm-hmm. been around ministry, whether it be at, from a volunteer standpoint or as a as a uh, occupational job calling kind of thing, uh, you know that sometimes we just get busy mm-hmm. with doing things for Jesus that mm-hmm. it kind of can stifle that love or that that outpouring or walking out in that love. And, and so I'll tell you that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that that would be the greatest thing that I could be just so busy about God that mm-hmm. I start to lose uh, that showing of my love for him. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can definitely relate to that because I feel like I'm a I'm a I lean towards um, self-sufficiency oh, yeah, a good yeah. bit. <laughs> I'm like, I get that. Um, and I think I, I think it might be, too, what I'm realizing in myself is that. I find a lot of comfort in how I'm perceived or how I'm how I'm seen. And some of that might even be for beautiful reasons, like for being helpful or for right. being there. But 
if I'm strapping myself because I'm being everything for everyone else oh. and never giving any of that slow, unhurried time right. to hear the Lord, then so for me to take a step back and say, um, I'm going to give a couple of days of the week or a couple of hours where I'm mm-hmm. not going to be reaching out and responding and Marco Poloing and all the things. Yeah, so I'm going to yeah. give that to the Lord instead right. and pray for whatever comes to mind and trust that He's perfectly enough. Yeah, it's the it's the it's kind of the 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 control freak that's in all of us sometimes. Yes. It's like if I can, I can if I can just dive in, mm-hmm. God, God, I can help with, I can help you on this. Yes, you know, yes. Like, like you kind of just give that yes. little nod at God. I got this, and He's like, No, you don't. <laughs> and um, and really, if we got a that busyness sometimes is a sign of that self-sufficiency mm-hmm. and of like, I have to do all these things. I need to do all these things. Right. And, and sometimes we do it under the label, like you said, of, of, of God I'm doing this for you. Mm-hmm. And, and in essence, he's like, okay, but you're, you're missing some you're, major part yeah. of me right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're slowing down the process. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like no, serious. And it really, especially in, um, I mean, every, Every voice of culture too is saying, "Do more, be yeah, better, right. be more." You know, yeah. and and God is saying, "Be about me," and that yeah. might mean slowing down a ton yeah. and ignoring everything. Right. <sighs> yeah. yeah, and, and, it's hard. and allowing Him to be sufficient mm-hmm. uh, in everything, but also uh, the trust of realizing God's big enough. He, he's, he's, he got, he's got this. Handle it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. And this. He's enough for me. To satisfy me or yeah. give me rest when I'm finding, I'm tempted to find that in the busyness, mm-hmm. in the doing. Right. I find a lot of satisfaction and a reward in the fact that I did something. I'm like, yeah. that's great, but you're, you're thinking about you. Right. The whole time yeah. right now. Right. You're not really thinking about God at all. Yeah. Yeah. And there's your reward. Right. <laughs> yeah. There it is. You feel great yeah. for like five yeah. minutes. <laughs> anyway. Okay. The truth that God is blank means a lot to you because blank. I, that's, that's a good one. I, I I think it's the truth of that God is and His love is unfailing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I've experienced a lot of things in in my life uh, growing up. You know, early on in marriage, um, in ministry, uh, to where I saw love that was dependent upon an action or love that was dependent on me doing or being a certain way for someone else. Also saw um, in a lot of ways, through, even through my, through my wife early on in our marriage, that there was a reflection of God's love in her for me, mm-hmm. that even when I failed, that she still loved me. Um, she uh, desired me, um, wanted me to be well or be right in my life and do things right mm-hmm. um, and get right before the Lord in certain areas of my life. Um, she still showed me that love. So I've seen both. Um, the the love that is not a reflection of God's unfailing love and a, and a love that was a reflection of that. And so through that, I, I tell everybody that that uh, relationships are not too far gone um, to be to find healing because God is a love that shows unfailing love and God is a God of restoration and those kind of things. And so and so um, I'm grateful for for His unfailing love. Uh, number one, because I need it, mm. um, because I fail um, constantly with certain things um, in my mindset of mm. of uh, of life or how I go about my life or I'm about me mm. or whatever. And um, and if I truly have a repentant heart, that He welcomes me back every moment, every time. And um, 
you know, I, so, so that is, that is one of the greatest things for one, for my life, but two, to show other people, because we live in a world where uh, people are quickly left behind, canceled, or people walk away and are just like, no more. I can't, I can't deal with that anymore. So therefore I put you aside or put you away, kick you out, you know, shoot you while you're wounded, whatever that may be. Like it is that that's the world we live in. So if we can show that unfailing love of Christ and through his love that he showed us on the cross and, um, and it's just, that is one of the greatest pictures of who God is. That's amazing. The last question is what is something you are looking forward to? Um, you know what's what's crazy is usually I'm not very event driven <laughs> in ministry, but I am I'm so excited about um, a couple weeks from now um, we have uh, a weekend called Kingdom Kingdom oh, Weekend. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, it's going to be about you know I think it's like six churches that are coming mm-hmm. together to do it's a super. weekend retreat, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm excited about it not because it's a retreat, not because it's I love camps, I love what God because how God got a hold of my life um, at camps when I was a teenager, but. Um, to see the unity of the body of Christ, that it's not about uh, the individual four walls that we put up um, on different pieces of property, um, but it really is about the kingdom and and seeing students from all over our area um, get to know the Lord on a deeper level and be taught how to live within the kingdom and invite other people in. Um, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, there's something that spurs me on out of camp, <laughs> even as a leader still. And yeah. It's just, it's exciting. So, it's cool. Yeah, it's you know. great. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, it's been an honor. It's great. It really has been. Listening, friends, it means a lot that you added us to your day today. Thank you so much. Wherever you find yourself on your journey with Jesus, I hope you finished this episode with your faith cheered, refreshed, or strengthened. Until next time. <laughs>